Hey girly, what is up? Welcome to Unhidden. My name is Vesta and I am so glad that you're here. My heart is for this show to not only be a fruitful podcast, but a thriving community. One where we can talk about the hard things in life with no shame and celebrate the beautiful things in life with the fullness of joy. From Jesus, to dating, to marriage, to life, to friendships, and even sexuality. I wanna talk about it all and provide a safe space for you to do the same. Yeah, we're gonna get real here, okay? So don't be scared. Just take a deep breath, grab a drink, kick up your feet, and unmask. Let's do this. Let's get unhidden. What is up, y'all? I cannot believe we are back after months of being MIA mm-hmm. and that it's the last day of 2022. Yeah. But anywho, welcome back to Unhidden, y'all. We have my hubby mm-hmm. and we have a little man with us. Yeah, he's right here. It's well past his bedtime. It's almost 10 o'clock and it is New Year's Eve. Yeah. And he, you might hear, we might get to hear some cooing. Mm-hmm, which would be sweet. That was him. <laughs> He's very vocal when he is yeah. sleeping. He is one of the most, uh, like aside from his daddy, he is one of the most, what's the word? I was going to say vicious sleepers. He's animated. We're yes, animated. very animated sleepers. Like, yeah. Holy moly, they take sleep serious. Do not mess with sleep. But you, they're cute. They're really cute. You know what? I didn't even see when the last podcast was that we did. It was like June. I think it's been quite a while. It it really has been. Let me see. I'm going to try to check. I know. Quick. So we, we had some questions. We put out some questions on social media a few days ago to see what what people wanted us to talk about on this episode. Yeah. And um, one thing we're definitely going to do is give a recap, just looking back on 2022. Yeah. And a lot has happened this year, so this might be a five-hour-long podcast. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. That's not going to happen. we got to go to bed. But it is New Year's Eve, and I'm really, really glad we're doing this right now. Me too. Because even if nobody listens to this, we're definitely going to go back and listen to it someday. And there's just so much that's happened this year. There is so, so much, and I... Like, where do we even begin? We, I think we should, like, just do a tiny recap. You just cut me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I thought you oh were like, oh, he just started laughing. Oh my god. I'm the laughing. I'm laughing it. because you it's your pet peeve. I know. When I cut you off or when any spouse, we like to listen to podcasts and anytime there's a spouse that cuts off <laughs> the other spouse, it is her pet peeve. I get so angry. But he paused, so I thought he was done. Yeah, it's okay. I don't even know what I was going to say. Oh, that makes me feel bad. No, don't feel bad. I actually, I think what I'm just, what I was in the moment, I think I just cut you off, too. See, we're yeah, we just, just, yeah. 
We're just going to do it to each other, I guess. (laughs) That makes me sad because I hate those podcasts. It's okay. It's okay. When people do that. Okay. Well, I just want to say, I, when I, I've been thinking about this for the past few days and I am humbled beyond words and I'm probably going to cry because Mm -hmm. I'm humbled. I'm so humbled that God has has watched over us and he has not failed us once. Yeah. And he's blessed us with more than we need. Even I mean we took a huge step of faith and that was what we, you know, we were podcasting a lot back in April and May um in mm-hmm. June. Yeah. And we took a huge step of faith leaving our jobs. Yeah. And um, it was hard. I mean, the summer was hard. Yeah. We had months where we were like, we really don't know how we're going to pay for rent. Yeah. And um, wow. God came through every single month. And sometimes we had a negative balance in the bank account. But yeah. um, Like huge negative. Yeah, like $500 negative or something like that. Yeah. And... Um, you know, just waiting on God and, um, every bill got paid. Everything, every, everything has been covered this year and, and then some, yeah. And then some, and, um, I mean that we had, there was, you know, there was one month when my parents wanted to help us pay for rent, actually multiple months. And then there was a month where. There was a church that uh, that wanted to pay for our rent, and then there was my parents paying for a medical bills. Yeah, yeah, your parents coming in and helping us, and um, just so many people. Yeah, so many people just giving us gifts of a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, and oh, <laughs> hi, buddy. Hi, Bubba. It's New Year's Eve. You gotta give us grace here. We're being bad parents right now. He's asleep, but yeah, he is with us and not in the bedroom by himself. Yeah. Um, it's 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 been hard, and there were there was a few weeks or a few months where I was I, I did some construction work for a friend of ours and. Yeah. That was really hard. Like physically it was it was intense work in the heat of summer. Oh, that was digging trenches by hand. Oh my gosh. And that was wrecking. It was hard. It was hard work and it wasn't even you know, it wasn't like I mean it was it was it was helpful. It was very helpful financially, but it wasn't um you know, it just wasn't what we thought we thought we would need and i guess my i'm just saying like it's been hard there's been moments where it's been really hard and yeah. um and the lord provided and and i'll just say for me it challenged me um because as the provider you know i i put so much weight on myself as a husband and at the time as a future father to be 
the provider for my family. And that's not what my, I mean, it is, I am supposed to be providing for my family, but ultimately God is the one that yeah. provides. And he was teaching you that. I remember you kept It was really, really frustrating. Yeah, you were sharing with me that the Lord was revealing to you that in the end it's God, like it's Him that's providing. And yeah. it's not by your own will or strength. Yeah. But it's simply by His sovereign hand alone that He will, you know, that we are being sustained, that we are making it moment by moment, day by day, that it's really just by Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, you, you should talk about how that affected you. Like, as a mother-to-be, not having the money that you wanted to have to get the things that you thought you needed to yeah. be prepared for a pregnancy and for birth. And Oh, my gosh. Because um, that really affected you. Yeah, it was... Whoa. Yeah, it was really, really hard. Um one, as we all know, mamas or women or girls, like we, we have our Pinterest boards of our baby shower or or just our nursery and the wedding and all these things. And anyway, saying all that to say, I I just didn't see preparing for my baby to be in such a trying season and a season where I couldn't build or decorate that nursery for him. Like mm. I couldn't make this separate space for my baby to be welcomed into, or I couldn't go out and purchase the things that I simply would see in Target or anywhere yeah. that I would go. Like I didn't have the means to say, oh my gosh, that will look so cute. I want that and be able to grab it. Like, yeah. or let alone, you know, baby items or, or mama items. Like I, I literally could not like embrace the satisfaction of that. Like I didn't have the opportunity to do that. But within all of it, I, it was as if the Lord was reminding me that like those are beautiful things and he meets us in them because they are our desires but they are earthly means and they're earthly standards they're not standards that he holds us to or that he equates with becoming a mom or giving birth like he doesn't say oh this moment is actually beautiful now that you get to build a nursery. Like, he doesn't hold those those standards or qualifications. Uh-oh, we have a, a moving baby here. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was just saying that I definitely... It, I, I think the Lord was just showing me that I didn't have to allow the joy of the season to be stolen because I didn't have the worldly standards of celebrating birth or celebrating becoming a mom. And 
don't get me wrong, it's still, there were still moments where my joy was robbed because I just felt like, oh my gosh, it's not as special because I don't have a place to welcome my baby boy or I don't have a place to decorate. And that, those are just the joys of becoming a mom and and preparing for your baby. And I didn't get to have that. And so um, I think the Lord was just even the more sort of forcing me to look at it differently and just look at him being my all in all and him being the source of my joy about being a mom. And I don't know, it was really, it was still very, very hard. Like there were dreams that I had to, in essence, absolutely relinquish to him. And it was frustrating and it was, it was, yeah, it was upsetting and scary and all the things. But in the end, I, I think I came to terms with how fleeting those, those elements are. And he isn't. So, yeah, I could definitely probably go into that more on a, on a different episode, but that definitely impacted me, not having the means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, after we decided we weren't going to IHOP, we started looking for a cheaper place or a more economical place to stay. And that was an interesting experience. Yeah. Because uh, we oh, were... go ahead. Well, because we were both unemployed at that point, we started applying different places. We even started applying for some, like, houses that we could rent that were, like, the same price that we were paying for our apartment, just kind of way out past the area that we live. So it would have been a haul to and from. But the point was, like, anywhere we were looking, we couldn't get accepted because we didn't have a job to like to back up any income so and because we gave our landlord such a heads up that we were leaving um wait we should first finish talking about trying to find the housing and then go into that because it can get confusing with how that panned out oh well I mean we just we started, you know, once we decided we weren't moving to Kansas City, we started looking here, and we couldn't find anything. Like, what, nobody would accept us. Yeah, yeah. And the, 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 what am I thinking about? I just blanked. Yeah, so obviously if we were telling, like, if we were heading to KC, our landlord already knew that we weren't going to be here, and so we gave up the opportunity to stay even if we wanted to so our right. apartment was no longer ours so we were looking and yeah um we found a place that was a that we thought was a dream place and for the amount they were asking was just like there's no way and that turned out i mean there were just many different circumstances where it just didn't work out and it didn't work out because we weren't, yeah, like, 
like Stuart said, we weren't we weren't employed, and so they didn't obviously want to trust us if we didn't have any current standing in in any workplace. And yeah, so that was very scary. We didn't know where we were gonna lay our head, and yeah, um, so that was a lot of prayer and you fasted and there were so many oh my gosh I don't even know how to accurately recap everything that happened in proper detail because it was so many things well yeah it was just I was bringing that up as an example to show like how the Lord just pretty much brought us to a place where there was no other option but to trust that he had something in store even if it meant coming down to the 11th hour or the 59th minute of the 11th hour. And that's pretty much what it was. Two days before our lease was up, we got a call from the landlord saying that the person who was going to take our apartment canceled. Yeah. So two days before we had to start moving out, we were told we could stay. Yeah. And... Such a blessing to not have to pack... Right. I mean, we, but that was the whole thing that we, there was no, at that point, there was no option, literally no option, but to trust the Lord. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what we did. And he came through. Yeah. And then there was another instance where I think it was around the same time because you had told who you were contracting for, like, construction-wise, that you, you know, that we were... Oh, no, that was a different situation. Holy moly. That was the the other job stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. a totally different Yeah. There's a lot of podcast. crazy stories from this year. Um, yeah, man. I mean, so in July, I started discovering mold growing very quickly on random objects, mostly bags and clothing items. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what on earth? Where is this coming from? And anyway, it turned out there was a major water leak in our apartment that had been there for quite some time. And um, we had to move out. Mm-hmm. And we, the week of our anniversary yeah. or the week after? Uh, August? Well, we found out a few weeks before our anniversary. Yeah, we did. And then, um, yeah, and then we we found out we could actually move into a, a different unit in the same complex, literally 100 feet away from the apartment that we were in. Which and another blessing. Yeah, so that was that was quite interesting. Um, but the sweet thing about that was that God kind of met you and 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 met the desire of your heart to have an an opportunity to nest. Yeah. Because it was like a blank slate. Yeah. We were going into a new place. And you had a blank slate to work with, even though it was the exact same floor plan. You had a blank slate to work with and you could actually say how you wanted to set things up so that you could start nesting as a mother-to-be. Yeah, absolutely. That's wild. I forgot all about that. 
Yeah, he definitely did do that because that was a cry of my heart. Because mind you, we had been living in the other apartment for a year. And so everything was set in stone. There was really no way to try to configure a space for a baby. Like there really was no way to see how to make that work. I mean, obviously if we had to, we would have, but there was really, we just had everything in place already. And not that we weren't willing to move it, but our space doesn't have a lot of storage space. Like we just had to be strategic from the beginning of where everything was gonna be. So to think of all like having to then go in and undo those things was super hard and we just couldn't see how we were going to be able to to do it and really do it effectively and find a ton of joy in it and like make it feel special so anyway yeah the lord answered that prayer or or the desire of my heart yeah. to have a clean slate a new home yeah. to then build in his space from the beginning um this, we did this the week after our anniversary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there were other times, too. So before that happened, uh, at the end of July, I was working, you know, I was doing this construction thing, um, just doing an hourly kind of part-time job. And I was looking diligently i mean i was looking so diligently all summer long for a full-time job yeah for a salaried full-time job and i applied so more places, places than i could count um i guess i could have counted i didn't but i i applied a lot of places and i only got a handful of interviews and that was so discouraging because i thought like I just didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what I could do. My resume is clearly a ministerial musician church resume, and that doesn't really translate into the... Corporate world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really hard. And um, at the end of July... I got an interview with a company, a construction company in St. Charles, Missouri, that was offering me a, a decent salary. And, um, and then we set a start date for August 1st. Mm -hmm. I shadowed, I went in and shadowed and, um, it, it seemed like it was going to be okay, like it was going to be a good thing. And then again, a few days, like literally a few days before uh, I was supposed to start on August 1st, I got a phone call from um, the owner of the company and said, we actually are changing our minds. We're not going to hire you. And I was like, why? What did I do? And... Um, they're like, you didn't do anything. We just don't think it's the right fit. And they didn't have peace or something? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, um, 
that was that was hard. That was hard. And <laughs> the ironic thing was that uh, I told the person I gave the person that I was working for as much heads up as I could, telling him that I was I found a full time job and he was you know he was happy for me. Um, ironically enough, he found somebody else to fill my shoes, so I couldn't keep working for him. Yeah. Come the start of August. And, um, so that was, <laughs> then it was, you know, it was back to square one. I'm like, okay, now I don't have any job except, you know, doing contracting work as a musician. Which was slim at that time. It was slim at that time, yeah. And then something interesting happened. Um, I had, I was, uh, contracting one weekend at Grace, at Grace Church, and, and, um, a lot of the musicians started just talking about contracting and different uh, different financial aspects of that. Um, and the conversation was really enlightening to me because I had no idea that I um, had every right to be asking for more money than what I was getting paid. Um, and I also didn't realize that there were so many other opportunities just in St. Louis for me to be contracting. And so... Um, Can you shed a little bit of light for those that may not understand what you mean by contracting? Like, Absolutely, yeah. So, um, in the church world, in America... Um, it is very common for worship ministries in churches to hire out specific uh, positions on a week-by-week basis. And one of the skills that I have really refined over the years is um, the position of being a music director or an MD. And... That's a key role for a lot of worship ministries, and um, it's a complex role with a lot of moving pieces. And uh, if you are interested in knowing more about that, you could watch my YouTube channel, because um, I have a lot of videos kind of highlighting what I do as an MD. And mostly, I started that YouTube channel as a way of um, just having a portfolio of my work for other churches to look at my work and see what I do and see the quality of what I do. So anyway, um, depending on how good you are at that job and um, what kind of skill sets you have, it can be a very well-paying job. And so... Uh, there are some people that are able to make a pretty decent monthly wage just contracting as a music director for a worship ministry or as a worship leader. Um, and fortunately, I'm, I'm able to do both of those things. So, um, yeah, in October, well, really September, October, November, December, I've been able to do a lot of that. Um, 
And for the first time in months, we're actually at a place financially where we're having a little bit of excess, and which has been a huge blessing. And um, so, yeah, that's what I mean when I say contracting as a, as a music director or as a worship leader. And um, yeah, it's been a huge, a huge blessing. And I'm beyond thankful. I'm beyond thankful for the doors that the Lord is opening. Yeah. And I'm especially thankful for the flexibility that I have to be able to work from home. Yeah, that um, was a prayer. A, yeah. A huge, a huge um, desire in our hearts was for whatever the job was, for him to prayerfully be able to work from home and be present in little man's life and um, also with Stuart and I's relationship like we just love being around each other and we feel as though that is how our relation or our marriage should be fostered if that makes sense or the area that should be fostered like some people are totally okay with going their separate ways and then coming home to one another but we just felt called to do differently and to truly just yeah minister to our family together and be together um yeah I don't I don't know that's probably something we could dive into a little further in a later date but um yeah that is that was huge for us so for the Lord to answer that prayer is he's so faithful. Like, that is something we both truly wanted. And it's beautiful, and we love it. And Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm i really thankful just to have the flexibility to be here. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not here all the time because I still have to go out and do things. But yeah. um, it's just a huge blessing because I get to help take care of my wife as she's taking care of our son and then I get to spend time with him and um, it's just it's awesome and then there's other sources of income too that that has been a blessing like photography and teaching students still um, shout out to Rich and Tracy and Fiona if you I think you guys normally listen to this <laughs> um but uh yeah yeah the lord's been really good and he's been providing and he's been opening doors of opportunity so that we can have provision yeah and yeah he's he's been really good from from the 7 months plus of hell it seemed like we went through we went through those were hard months. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's... In it, some ways, they were hard. Yeah. In some ways, they were really beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm beyond thankful that... Like, what... I don't know of many couples, many married couples, that have the opportunity to spend as much time together as we did in the months before our son was born. Yeah. Yeah. That is very true. And my mother-in-law said this. Um, 
that she really felt like the Lord was blessing us with the time together because we have been on such a quick journey. Just, you know, the Lord called our journey to be different. And we were, what, two months courting? No, two months. Yeah, two months courting, three months engaged, and then four months until we were married. Is that right? What? No, we were engaged for three months. What do you mean four months until we were married? Wait, well, how did it go? Did well, it go? you were right, but I don't know what you mean by four months until we were married. <laughs> I don't know. Was it three months till we were married? Was it two, we, three? That's what being engaged is. We were engaged for I, three months. What am I thinking about then? Are you talking about until you, we got pregnant? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. August, September, October, November, December, January. I wrote it somewhere. I had it somewhere in like a little blog or Instagram notes or something. Okay. Anyway, I messed it up, whatever. Y'all know what I'm saying. We had a quick quick journey. journey. And so what a kiss from the Lord to have time of such intimacy with one another before a little man came. And we haven't even talked about that yet. No. There's so much. Let's talk about that. Oh my gosh, that's... That's we we have a- to talk about that. That's part of this 2022 year review. Okay. Wait, what part of it? There's so much. Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about some of the key people that God brought into our path to prepare for the birth. Let's talk about the doula and the midwife. Okay. And we can't give the midwife's name. But... It- Wow. Okay. Anyway, a lot of you, y'all do know, I I feel like we've said it in previous podcasts, but we went the home birth route for Isaiah um, and just convicted on our own, like the Lord just truly from the very beginning, there was no other option. Like that was just something that he, he laid on our hearts from the get-go and thankfully we were both I mean the Lord laid it on my heart and I brought it to Stuart and he was completely and totally on board I don't even remember how all of that went but um we were just on the same page the Lord unified us in that so that was really beautiful and super sweet um yeah the goal was a home birth right yeah, and, and both I, of us had friends previously that had gone that route. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah and Shelby. Y'all are freaking amazing because I couldn't have done it without y'all's encouragement and being super women as y'all are. Um, but yeah, so we had people in, in that have gone before us and really encouraged us on that journey um and minister to us through it all i'm trying to think yeah so we had a midwife we had a doula we actually had two midwives and a doula a midwife in training yes midwife in training um and man that was a that was a crazy journey also within itself because i ended up switching who i was using at like 36 weeks like the midwife, I switched to a different midwife at 36 weeks. See, I don't know how to, I don't know how to go into that. I don't think we have to talk about all the details, but 
Yeah. It's just beautiful to me that the Lord brought these really special people at exactly the time when they were needed. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. And that's, I think we should just talk about that for a minute. Well, clearly you have a very clear, concise way on how you want to talk about it. So I'll chime in. Because my mind is everywhere because there's so many elements. Well, pop in whenever you want to pop in. Yeah, I will. Or say whatever you want to say. Okay. I'm just saying I was blessed when the doula, I think the doula came first, right? The doula came into the picture before the midwife. The one we ended up going with, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can say her name, right? The doula? Yeah. Yeah, Cynthia, we love you. Yes, Cynthia Kenyon. She is what the frick. This like. woman this woman is actually a dear friend of Shelby and Brandon's. They all go to the same church in in uh Oakville, Missouri. And Brandon's been my best friend for almost a decade now. Is that crazy? No, not a decade. Half a decade. Um, yeah, and for him to know this woman, to know Cynthia, like, that just meant something to me. Um, this woman, she loves the Lord so much, and she's just a spiritually wise woman, and she's Holy Spirit-filled, like, she is filled with Holy Spirit, and she was such an encouragement. I mean, I felt so much peace the moment that I, when she first came here to this apartment and she, you know, she brought her doula bag up the stairs and she just, I felt so much peace. Yeah. She was amazing. Our birth team, I think that should be a totally separate podcast. Yeah. Going into all the details. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that is the recap of 2022. Like, that's part of it. So the home birth was beautiful and successful, clearly, because we have a little guy here. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, okay, hold on. Okay, this man, this little man, when he, when he wakes up, first of all, he flails his head all over the place like it's, like it's a ball, like it's a bouncy ball on a string. Yeah. Yeah, and he, it's like, this kid is wild. He's definitely <laughs> my son. He is. He's a mover. He does yep. not like being still. Nope. He, he loves exploring and going out. He loves, exp- he, I call meeting it. Meeting new people. Getting, going out on the town mm-hmm. is what I say. Yeah. Okay, okay, wait, what were we saying? We're talking about the birthing team and the and the home birth. It was amazing. Yes. It I oh, that's a whole nother we've gotta do another podcast. Okay, we we'll do them, another podcast. We gotta leave them on a cliffhanger. Like Okay, well we'll leave you on a cliffhanger. I just have to say that whole experience wrecked me. I was crying more throughout that thirty six hours of labor than I have cried in the last few years. And Watching my wife go through that 
was hard, but it was amazing. And I could not have been more proud of you. Mm. I could not have been more proud of you. Thanks, baby. And I could not have been more in awe of God. Mm. And I just saw, and I, I could, I could literally, I could see it in my spirit. God's banner of love over your head the entire time. I could see it in my spirit, especially when we went out on that walk. Yeah. I could see this banner of God's love just flying over you. Like, it wrecked me. I saw this woman is loved by the Lord. Mm. Everything is fine. Everything is good. God's got this. Like, I just had no doubt in my mind that things were going to be okay. I mean, it was hard. It was, there were moments that were scary, but like at the same time, I just had peace. The entire apartment was just filled with the presence of the Lord. And that is what we prayed for. And that is what the entire birthing team was praying for. That's what our parents were praying for. Yeah. Friends that knew. Yeah. I mean, the presence of the Lord was so strong here. And that's what we were crying out for. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And it was... It was nothing short of just wrecking. And I was truly in awe of the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was... I honestly... Which is why I... I'm not going to really say much more about it besides the fact that, you know, the end of the year we have our baby and perfectly the next episode I'll share more. But I don't really remember a lot. Like when they say, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but when they say that when women are in labor, they go to this place called labor land. Mm. That's literally what happened. I don't remember much of anything besides what I can like pictures that can jog my memory Mm. like I truly don't remember thinking deeply about anything like (laughs) I was just going through the motion like going through naturally what my body had to go through in order for this little guy to get here which explaining that is wild but um yeah I just know that it, it, I think for me, I just had to walk through the difficulty. That is really all I truly know, was that it was hard as heck. If I could curse, I would. <laughs> it was hard, but I couldn't get around it. Like, there was no other way for this little man to be here, but for me to surrender to the difficulty and trust the Lord in it. And I remember always saying, oh, I'm so afraid to do hard things. Like, I hate doing hard things. I don't want to do things hard. I don't think I can do them. And the end of the year, the Lord was faithful in showing me that with him, like, I really can do anything. But it doesn't mean, like, hard things doesn't mean that he's not there. Hard things mean even the more that he is present and I have to like have faith in that and I have to trust him and I didn't realize how much I 
Like I lacked trust when I went through hard things. I just assumed he disappeared on me and I had to go through it by myself, which that's a whole nother story. But yeah, man, the Lord delivered me from so much through that birth. It is undoing. And all I will say about that is if you are a young adult and you're listening to this, holy moly, get freaking married and have a baby. (laughs) Like, I hate that society has made us feel fear around becoming parents or around giving birth for for us women and trusting our bodies and feeling like we have to subject ourselves to the main medical system which don't get me wrong no knock against it like it's beautiful for those that need that type of environment but I also know how society has warped our minds to think we cannot do it outside of their assistance and that is not the truth um we definitely have to talk about that in more detail. Yeah, we sure. do. We totally do. But I just want to say, don't be afraid of it. It is, I mean, rightfully so, because the crap is hard. But um, do it. It is, it's truly undoing and the most unearthly thing I have ever experienced. Yeah, I second what you're saying. Absolutely. It is hard. Yeah. Being... Having a having a baby is hard work. Yeah. But I do not regret it. Not even a little bit. Amen. And there's nobody else I'd rather do this with you than than with you. Amen. And I'm so in awe of the Lord. I mean, our baby is quite precious. And he's so handsome. He's very handsome. He's so cute. And y'all Oh my gosh, my husband was the most amazing partner during labor. Mm. Like, I look back on those videos and photos, and my heart, like, I can't even explain what what happens in my heart seeing, like, you walk with me. I would not and, leave your side. Like, oh my gosh, you were there every second, every minute. Until you tried to get rest. But I, even when I was with, I, even when, I mean. Like even when you were I didn't resting, leave you. you were with me. Yeah, we would take naps together. We would take three minute power naps in, in between your contractions. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got to see, we got to talk about that. There was a moment where it the was midwife crazy. was like, Vesta, would you, would you like to go on a walk? And would you like Stuart to stay here so he can get some rest? And in my mind, I'm thinking, no, I'm not staying. And I think you were like, no, I want him with me. Yeah. And I couldn't I was have just, done it without you. I needed you. Well, I didn't want you to do it without me. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I, yeah. It was just an amazing experience. And it, was. it brought us closer for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm more in love with you because of going through Ditto. that. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Um, so much more to talk about with that, but yeah, I feel like this year, um, I feel like this year has just been 
one of those seasons where we're walking in a dark forest mm-hmm. and we don't have a map, we don't have a compass. All we have is God's hand mm. to hold on to. Yeah. And mm. his word, which is a lamp to our feet. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't really feel like a very bright lamp. That's, like That's really good. All I can see in this dark forest is my feet and the Lord's feet and my wife's feet and now my son's feet. And I know we're just all holding hands and we're just holding his hand and we're following him even though we can't see where the flip we're going. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And I've been in those seasons before, but it's been a long time since I had been in a season like that. And that's what this year has been. 2022 has been a year of walking in the dark forest. Mm. And it's been scary. And it's been really hard. And there have been so many moments where I'm asking God, hey, I don't know what's happening here. Like, can you give me some, can you give me some clue? Can you, can you help me see a little bit farther out than three feet ahead of me? Yeah. And most of the time the Lord's answer has been no. You just have to trust me. Yeah. And that's been really, really hard. Yeah. Um, that's really good, baby. But that's what this year has felt like to me. Yeah. And at the same time, I can say, especially in recent months, I feel like it has gotten easier in the sense of I'm learning to trust the Lord. Yeah. I'm learning to trust Him in this darkness. Mm. I'm learning to be at peace with the three feet ahead of me yeah. that I can see. Um, and I'm, I guess I'm getting used to it. And I would certainly say I've gotten used to having next to nothing in the bank account. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, Which has been a very humbling experience. Yeah. Very, very humbling. But that's, that's also something that I think has been enlightening for this year. I have to say that for me, finances has been a struggle... But what the Lord has taught me is that he owns all the wealth. Mm. He owns all the storehouses, all the riches. They're all his. Yeah. Everything on this earth is his. There's nothing outside of his domain. Yeah. And at the end of the day, having zero dollars in the bank account means jack squat. That's so good. It does not mean anything. Yeah. Just like having thousands means absolutely freaking nothing. Yeah, and I had a really enlightening conversation with my good dear friend Jacob. And Jacob is he that guy is so frugal and he has he he was in a unique position where he didn't have to pay rent, but he had a full-time job for like 3 years straight. And saved over $60,000, or more than that, maybe. Um, could have been over 100000 But I know recently he told me he had something like 60000 I'm not going to say his last name. Obviously, nobody knows who I'm talking about. But, like, that's a good amount of money to have saved up in your bank. Not many people can say that. 
And he told me most of the time he worries and stresses about the potential of losing it. He's got all this money in the bank and he's worried about losing it. And Jacob, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. Obviously, I'm not dogging you or anything. I'm just saying at the end of the day, money is not what matters. Yeah. And you can be worried about not having money and you can be worried about having a lot of money and losing it. Mm. And I think I had this realization all in like the same course of like two weeks after I had that conversation with Jacob. I remember driving to work one day. I'm contracting at a church. I'm driving somewhere. And I remember being in the car thinking, you know what? If I had $10,000 right now, it would not affect my relationship with my wife. It would not affect my relationship with the Lord. Like it wouldn't make it better is what I'm saying. Having $10,000 wouldn't make my relationship with the Lord any better. It wouldn't make my relationship with my wife any better. Money does not... Money is a false sense of security. It's a false sense of happiness. It's a false sense of peace. Yeah, and it shouldn't add or take away from... Right, it wouldn't change... It wouldn't change my standing with my wife. It wouldn't change my standing with the Lord. It wouldn't change who I am as a person. Yeah. And so... It's just, it was really, it was a really enlightening thing for me to kind of come to that conclusion. And um, at the same time, obviously, we need money. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that's been a theme this year for me, is that I've learned really to let go of some things some expectations I had about finances and really to trust the Lord in that area. Yeah. Um, and for me, I don't know if you're listening to this and if you attended our wedding, but I remember in our vows, I was sharing how um, that the Lord with you, just blessing me with you, because I was in, in like, for years went through the phase of like, I'm not praying about this anymore. Cause like, I don't know if it's gonna happen or not happen. So I'm, I'm not gonna be praying about my future spouse anymore. Mm. Like I just don't have the courage. I don't have the strength to pray because I just kept getting let down with s stupid people. Just kidding, <laughs> love people. Anyway, just kept getting let down by all these false prospects and I say all of these, it's not a lot, but anyway. Oh, please. There were quite a few men that were interested in you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Okay, so I... You enjoying this right now? Yeah. I can tell. Yes, I'm really enjoying this. It's been so long. <laughs> but anyway, I... Yes, I lost faith, and so I gave up, and then the Lord blessed me with Stuart anyway, and I stopped praying about it, and I was like, how could he bless me with such a gift, and I stopped praying about it, and the Lord from then on was letting me know that he's faithful, even when I'm not faithful, even when, baby's trying to, he's doing our mating call, he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to make me kiss him right now while I'm in the midst of talking, knowing that I lose my train of thought very quickly, um, 
See, I lost my train of thought. No, you don't get a kiss because I lost it. Uh, Sorry. What was I saying? Remind me. All these guys are coming after you and you stop praying. And then here oh my I gosh. come. <laughs> yes, I stopped praying because I lost faith. And then the Lord blesses me with you, which lets me know he was faithful. So in our vows, in the beginning of our marriage, I was declaring that the Lord is faithful and that he was teaching me about his faithfulness. And then I didn't know that the next, that the year, first year of our marriage was going to be exactly that. The Lord ministering to me about how he is faithful. Um, And that's exactly what this past year has been for me. Like the Lord is showing me, I got you. Like you really just, just lean back into me. And even if you choose not to, I'm still good and I'm still going to love you and I'm still going to take care of you. Even if you don't love on me or even if you don't believe in me to do so, I am going to do it because of just who I am, because I'm just that good. I am faithful. And I just remember for so many years, and I said this in my vows as well, asking the Lord, what does that mean? Why do people say that you're faithful? I don't get it. I don't understand what that means and I'm tired of being a hypocrite and I'm tired of being one that's just singing it in all these songs and agreeing with other fellow believers Mm. when I didn't believe it and I didn't understand it and now I can actually say I have a grip on what it means and that has definitely been what he's been teaching in 2022 also that I can do hard things and that I Mm. I can trust him and that I need to I need to embrace the difficulty because there's so much beauty in it. Yeah. So that brings up something in me that's along the same lines. Um He stole a kiss, guys. I did. Um along the lines of having faith in the Lord and trusting him alone. I have to say um one of the things that the Lord really challenged me in this year was showing me that my security is not to be found in anything other than Him, even in things that I didn't think I was putting my security in. And I'm going to get specific here. I'm going to say one thing would be church, like the church. My security is not found in any in in the church at large. It's not found in any specific church. It's not found in church leaders. My security is not found in in any of those things. My my peace, my hope, my joy does not come from those things. And if I look to those things to be the source of whatever it is I need to fulfill my heart, that is putting it above the Lord himself. Amen. And I can also say that uh, in, in relation to having a job. My security is not in having a job. It's not in having an identity as a worship leader or as a whatever like none of those things are are where my hope comes from and my peace and my security and my joy 
And, um, yeah, the bottom line is, especially when it comes to church, is that the church is filled with broken people, myself included, and leaders, church leaders, are broken people. They're not perfect. They're far from it. Yeah. And um, don't put your hope in them. Don't put your trust in them. Don't put your security in them because they will disappoint you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And be, they will disappoint you because they're supposed to. Like, everything else is supposed, everything outside of the Lord is supposed to fail us. Yeah. And that that is only to point us to the perfection in God. Yeah. Like, only He can. There is nothing else, no matter how good of a person they are, no matter... Uh, yeah, it, it, it just doesn't matter. If it is outside of Him, it will fail you. No matter what their intentions are, yeah, none of that. Like, just secure yourself in the Lord. He is everything. Yeah, and I... I bring that up because I, I found myself frequently getting anxious over things within the church and decisions that were being made by church leaders that made absolutely no sense to me. Like, I could not wrap my head around why things were happening the way they were happening. And it frustrated the bejeebies out of me. I haven't heard that word in so long. Yeah, it frustrated the bejeebies out of me. And it made me want to scream my head off sometimes. Because I just don't understand things that church leaders do. And it's confusing as frick when church leaders who carry this mantle of authority from the Lord say that they're doing what they're doing because the Lord told them to do it or whatever. And I'm just like... It's confusing. And my point is, I can't put my hope in them. I can't put my hope in those people. I can't put my trust and my security in those people. And um, that was definitely something that really, really, really challenged me this year. And um, yeah, yeah. We're coming up on an hour. I think we're already over an hour. Oh my gosh. But I wanted to, I think we should... Is there anything you wanted to add and recap of 2022? Uh, post leaving jobs, update on KC. Our son is birth. amazing. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Parenthood, motherhood, fatherhood. It, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is so sweet. It is hard as H-E-D-O hockey sticks, but it is so sweet. <laughs> and he is the cutest thing. He has so many cute quirks and he's amazing oh my gosh i love reading to him i love he's watching so him fun. smile he makes me feel good whenever he smiles at me Aww. makes me feel like i'm like i'm a nice person <laughs> yeah. he is amazing let's just give you a little update on him like a little just some little tidbits things that he likes or whatever so he likes reading books um, he loves to eat. Yes, he does he love to eat. He loves moving. He doesn't like to stay still for very long. 
Um, he likes peeing while we change his diaper. Yes, he loves that. He loves pooping. Just kidding, he hates pooping. He has a terrible relationship with poop. Um, <laughs> yeah, what else? Um, oh, he talks so much, which is oh, the cutest. It's so cute when he talks. Oh. He's almost two months old. He was born on November 2nd, 2022 yeah. at 5.46 p.m. Eight pounds, nine ounces. Yes. 20, 19 inches long? 22. 22 inches long. Are you or, sure? Or 21 and a half. 21 and a half inches long. Yeah. Um, yep. He came out of the womb looking like my father-in-law. Oh, which my, my daddy is so cute. He is cute, but I was jealous. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> but he's starting to look more like me now, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, he came out looking like a spitting image of my dad. It was not even the kidding. most... Oh my gosh, it warmed my heart so much. I literally just so looked cute. at him and saw your dad. I'm like, what? You said it instantly, too. That as looks like your you dad. That looks like you your dad. Him. What's wrong here? <laughs> um, what else? Okay. Isaiah uh, Shiloh Harrier. Yes. Isaiah Shiloh. Shiloh is spelled. I can't talk. Spelled. I lost. S-H-I-L-O-A-H. Yes. It is the spelling found in the Old Testament in the book of Isaiah. We actually got the name Shiloh from chapter 8. Yes, which we should share later. Yeah. Meher Shalal Hashbaz. Meher Shalal Hashbaz <laughs> is his code name. Yes. Oh my gosh, okay. Something else. we got to give like two more. Two more things about him. Um, he likes to talk. His skin is beautiful. Yes. He has this... He smells so good. His skin is like... It's... It's amazing. Yeah. He's got a beautiful hue. A beautiful golden hue. Mm-hmm. And his hair is like a sandy brown. And it has some red and blonde in different places. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what his hair is actually going to turn out to be or his eyes. Right now, they're dark brown. Yeah. I'm a proud father. I don't have to say it. I'm a proud mama. I really am. And I'm a proud husband. And I'm a proud wife. I said it first. So? <laughs> give me a kiss. And, and guess what, y'all? He is 13 pounds and 9 ounces now, which he might be more. As Seven we weeks speak. in. Seven, eight weeks. Eight weeks and three days in. Has it been eight weeks? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Are you sure it's not going to be eight weeks on Wednesday? When no. he turns... Oh, he was born on a Wednesday, but he'll be two months on Monday. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are the other... Those are the, the cute little updates that we have. He likes to blow out outfits. Oh, yeah. He loves pooping on lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. Okay. Real quick. Mm -hmm. What are two goals that you have for 2023? Ooh. Hoo, 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 hoo. Okay. Two goals. I would say to challenge myself to do hard things. Hmm. For some reason, that is like burning in my soul because I'm like, I just did this. Okay. I can do 
something hard. I can step into the unknown of things and it not terrify me. Um, so I want to do hard things. I want to intentionally do it. And I want to like truly live. Like I've been playing it safe for so long of mm. my life out of fear and anxiety and not like like just being in the unknown but i want to like i want to live i want to trust the lord and live abundantly because that's so africa africa baby we go to africa we go to africa yay yes those are good goals yeah and and to i just want to be the best also another goal is to like intimately be with the lord I went through a dry spell, I would say, these past, this past year or maybe year before, um, but a dry spell with the Lord. Mm. And I want to have the most vibrant, beautiful, intimate connection with God this coming Amen. year. Like, I just want to chase after Him in a way that I haven't before. Amen. Um, so, I technically gave you three goals, but... That's okay, I'll do three, too. Okay. My first goal... Wait, 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 don't go. I want I want to say something else. Okay. I just also want to be the best wife and mama that I can be. Mm. Those are the goals. And in the strength of the Lord, not in my own strength, but I just want to grow and be better. Amen. Amen. Okay, now you go. Um my first goal is that I really want to increase and improve my mobility and flexibility. Ooh. I really want to be more disciplined in figuring out what I can do on a daily basis to have like some kind of mobility and flexibility routine. Mm, that's good. I've been thinking about that. I could help you. I would love that. I really, really, really want to do that. I, I feel like my body really needs that. Um, another goal is that I really want to figure out what I need to do to be more emotionally connected to the moment that I'm in. Mm. Because I am a mover. I am a busy body. I am very excited about the next big thing, whatever that big thing is going to be. Mm. And... Um, I just want to be more present emotionally and mentally in the moments that I'm in and not be emotionally disconnected from That's so good. what I'm in at the moment. Wow. That's something else I've been thinking about. I did not know that was on your radar at all. Yep. That's amazing. And then I'll just ditto your third thing as well. I really want to grow in intimacy with the Lord. I really... I'm, I'm expectant for a lot of intimate growth yeah. in my relationship with the Lord this year. Amen. All right. Amen. Well, that is our 2022 recap, friends. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Please uh, share this with somebody if you find it encouraging and if you think that it would encourage them. Yeah, I was going to say like, share, and subscribe. That is definitely YouTube. Well, you know what? Do it anyway. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, 
as always, we want to hear your feedback. If you have thoughts or questions, Absolutely. you know how to get a hold of us. Yeah. And um, um, you close it out. It's your podcast. Hey, it's ours now. It's our podcast. Um, yeah, we thank you guys for rocking with us and walking with us. And um, we love you and we're excited to see what 2023 has to hold. We pray you stick around because we're definitely going to have some good things coming at you next season. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. And we will chat with you soon. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unhidden. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with a friend. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. My social media handles are in the show notes. All right. Well, that's all for now, my loves. Be sweet, be you, and be free. See ya.